Hey, it's Bridget and Liz, and you're listening to Dude, Dude, Guess What? Hey, hey, hey. It's episode 30. OMG, episode 30. Like, we've been doing this for 30 freaking weeks. That's almost a whole pregnancy. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I'm, uh, I like that we've been doing it and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, me too. It's kind of, this is, ever since I've had Robbie, I feel like this is the only time Bridget and I get to catch up. I know. I actually was thinking about that today. I was like, it's kind of sad that like, I feel like once you have kids, it's harder to keep in contact sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I do Marco Polo, which is, that's the thing though, is like, I like hate texting. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Like if you Marco Polo me or if you like call me or FaceTime me, like I'm 100% okay with that. But, text- but texting, no. But even then, Bridget still sometimes doesn't answer FaceTime calls. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I'm just giving you crap. Um, but yeah, it has been busy having a baby and trying to like keep in touch with Bridget and Sarah and like any of my friends. And yeah, but I'm still alive. I'm here. Yeah, that's all that matters, right? Anyway, yeah. Liz, uh, what did you do last week? Anything crazy? Mm, no, honestly. Robbie's six weeks old and by the time this comes out he'll be seven weeks old but he's been we uh found out well my in-laws have a cousin whose husband is a pediatrician anyway he told them um that at six weeks the babies go through a growth spurt like a a growth is that what it's called growth spurt Yeah. yeah um but Robbie's been having, he's just been a little bit like more cranky than usual and like having a hard time going to sleep or wanting to stay asleep. So it was a rough week with naps with him, but at night he does. Okay. So it's like, it's good. Mm. I didn't know that's not that. it. Yeah. See, see, you wouldn't know. <laughs> know. If we haven't, we haven't talked, but yeah, uh, so naps have been hard, but it's, we're working it out. It'll be fine. That's too bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's all good. Nighttimes have been okay. It's just like the the daytime stuff. And then he like, oh, he had two huge blowouts this week where I had to like bathe him afterwards because there was just so much poop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But nothing other than that. Oh, we've been going on lots of walks, which has been really good. I am at my pre-baby weight. One of them. One of the weights I was at pre-baby. <laughs> Not like the one that I got married at pre-baby weight, but one of the weights I was before I got married. <laughs> I'm sorry, before I had Robbie. Yeah. So, funny. so, I mean, do I still wear my maternity pants? Yes. But yesterday, yeah, I wore jeans that had a button and like an actual zipper. And I was like, I hate this. <laughs> I, like I, I do this to myself. Dude, I don't even know the last time I wore jeans. Like... I just, I've never, ever, ever liked jeans. Even when I was I like, like super skinny. I like jeans. I like black jeans usually. Yeah. I just never was. Um, I'm a jeans person. I do look at like some of the styles of state. I'm like, man, that'd be so cute to wear if I was lighter. But also, but, but Bridge, like, what do you wear then? Just leggings all the time? Because I feel like I'm at a stage in my life that I can't wear leggings anymore. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, I wear leggings, but I also wear, like, longer shirts. Mm. Okay, I see it. Like, don't, I don't know. But, yeah, yeah, or I wear jeggings. Okay, I can get behind that. Fake, fake jeans, but also leggings. I don't know, it's just comfier. Yeah, well, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sorry, sorry to go off. I just, I, I posted this on my Instagram the other day talking about like clothing. I just feel like I don't have any style anymore. And um, I don't know how to dress myself. I don't know what shoes. I mean, I just wear Birkenstocks all the time. So I don't know what shoes to wear with clothes other than Birkenstocks. And I just, I'm like, I don't know how to dress myself. So if anybody out there, Crocs. huh? That's how I feel about Crocs. I'm like, oh. huh, this dress <laughs> looks good with Crocs. Literally wear, wore uh, my Birkenstocks, like with, with dresses, with jeans, with shorts, anything. So I'm going to need to find a backup plan for the winter. Yeah, I, um, 
so there's this girl or not a girl it's like a company on instagram well it's not i mean i just found her that on instagram it's called like dressed in lala oh yeah this is the dress i'm wearing right now is dressed in lala yeah okay i think like all of talking about style if Mm -hmm. i had money that would be my style yeah i i think they're overpriced yeah i mean they're definitely overpriced I just think they are very cute. And I, I like cute. I like that kind of style, just like flowy out there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, as long as it shows I have no shape to my body, that's what I would really like. <laughs> I just put a big box over me and I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, really though. Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. Enough about me. What about you, Bridge? Gosh, I mean, I think the big thing that happened like this last week is um, Anthony's like going to be going to Boise for a potential job. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When is that? It's at the end of October. October. Okay, yeah. so you got a month ish. Yeah, it's just crazy because like he's in his first year of residency, and mm-hmm. I guess that the company, um, like he re- got reached out by a recruiter. Mm -hmm. which is typically what happens with doctors the recruiter reaches out or Mm -hmm. so he got reached out and they were like hey you know blah 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 and anthony's like well i just want to let you know though that like i'm a first year so i wouldn't be able to yeah i wouldn't be able to actually work work at um a clinic or whatever facility 2025 like and he's like, okay, like, let me, I'm going to reach out to the CMO of um, the hospital, the organization. And anyway, they were like, yeah. Wow. Well, and two, they wanted to know what our ties to Boise were. Like. They did or they didn't know? They did. They oh, did. Okay. They wanted to know, like, why Boise? And Anthony was like, well, we went to two years of medical school there. We really loved yeah. it. Like Anthony and I have always said that that would be our number one spot to live, but we mm-hmm. never thought that there would be positions for doctors out there. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that, cause there's already, I mean, anyway, like a good, I guess a good position where you have good pay and good benefits and like all of this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we never just thought that that would be a potential, like an actual, and then you know, like legit. Um, he got that call and there, uh, he was like, yeah, like this is our ties. Like it's also closer to family. Like we just, we loved Boise, which is true. We did. We loved, love, love, love Boise. Love, Um, love, 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 love. (laughs) But anyway, so he, they're flying him out there, um, at the end of October and they just want to show him like the show him around. Yeah, and just like everything and wine so, and dine them. Yeah, it was kind of funny though, because they're like, Hey, um, we're gonna take care of your travel expenses and like all this stuff. And you're just like, oh. excuse me. Wow. So and then um the only other thing though, like this next week, well, the next like in well, I guess it'll already be when this episode comes out, but Anthony celebrating our eight-year anniversary, which OMG. is wild to me. Yeah. We were, like, driving to Austin's soccer game on Saturday, and I was like, is it crazy that we've been married eight years? Like, that's just, I don't know. It is crazy. And then um, the only other thing, too, is, like, Austin's birthday party. I'm starting to make all the stuff, and, like, when I have spare time. and He's going to be five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Five. OMG. Um, so yeah, that was it. But Liz, uh, current event corner. Current event corner has to do with Adam Levine. Adam Levine, like this last week, this came out like right after our episode last week. So this is kind of a week old. But um uh the this woman who was having like an affair with him, an emotional affair, posted all these DMs from him between the two of them from like last year. And, um, they, he basically reached out to this girl who's a model and like it talked the TikTok person, whatever, like reached out to them. And he said something like, you're so freaking hot. Your body's like unbelievable. Like something like that. 
And um, and now she's like exposing him because apparently he also, after they stopped talking, like months after he stopped talking to her, he sent her another direct message and asked if he could name his new baby after her. What? Yeah, is that not wild? So, That's yeah. Crazy. But now all these other women are coming forward and saying that they also got messages like that from Adam Levine. It wasn't just this one girl. And Adam Levine came out and like made a statement and said like, I'm really sorry for my actions, you know, whatever, blah, blah. So who knows? Whoa. So then, okay. But, um, I didn't know why at first, like he came out and said something like, yeah, like cheating or whatever. And then, Mm -hmm. and then I saw that multiple other people came out saying that, but I didn't know it was because this girl was exposing him. Yeah. Yeah. Originally. Like, I just thought that he was coming out saying, too, like, yeah, I've ha- I've had cheating stuff or whatever. Yeah, pretty much. I Whoa, mean, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I just wonder what, like, um his wife is thinking. His wife's probably. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, he's married to a Victoria's Secret model. Yeah. I don't really know too much about it. Sorry. I'm just going to say one thing. And this is not about the current event corner. We're recording this episode a little bit earlier than normal than we normally do on a Sunday and the crumble cookie lineup's not out yet. It doesn't come out for another freaking three and a half hours. Yeah. It's really sad. So we won't be able to talk about that. Yeah. But- oh, wait, I do have one, one more current event. Oh, okay. Okay. The Chloe Kardashian Tristan thing. Oh, okay. Let's follow up to that. Yeah. Um. So I don't, I haven't watched the Kardashians in like a very, very long time. But I did read on like a news article or somebody posted it or something that I guess. So last December came out, somebody said that she was having a baby with Tristan that was not mm-hmm. Chloe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I guess like the reason why people are like, why, why are you having, like, cause she had a baby via surrogate mm-hmm. like this time around. He just was born like either like last just week barely, or, yeah. Yeah, or last month or I don't know. Anyway, but um, I guess she came out like I guess season two of the Kardashians came out or something mm-hmm. and they decided to record a little snippet with her like in the time right now, mm-hmm. but on there, like what was going on. And I guess she said, too, that like the surrogate was before she found out yeah, about him cheating. I didn't know that. I was wondering... Yeah. If she was just like delusional, but uh, she said that, uh, I guess he already knew that he was having a baby with somebody else and he was pushing for the surrogacy with her. Yeah. I heard that too. It's so sad. People be crazy. Yeah. And have no morals. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. Or conscience. (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah. Right. Anyway, kind of like along those lines today we're going to be talking about marriage marriage well marriage and dating because some of my because some of my things did apply to dating okay Um, but we just felt like too like this is our 30th episode to like put things into full swing we're going to be talking about 30 things that we um have learned have learned from marriage um Liz why don't you also just start us off with like just a very like reader's digest version of how and you you and Ryan met oh okay so the reader's digest version is we met on a dating app called hinge there we go <laughs> and end scene end scene um yeah we met on a dating app and uh went on some dates and by August of 2019 we were dating yeah. exclusively and then we got engaged in February yeah, I, but, I mean, yeah, okay, go ahead. Don't go. I was, well, I was just going to say, we had started, like, dating, like, like going on dates with each other in, like, June of 2019, and then started exclusively dating in August of 2019. Yeah, I will preface this with, like, we actually recorded an episode on marriage, like, a really long time ago, and with yeah. actually both of our husbands. Yeah. And then... And Bridget's, Bridget's never posted it, and it's so good. Well, I just felt like there were things in there that I was like, it just seemed like so rushed. We took a very long time talking about how we met our husbands and like our dating thing with them. And then like there were a lot to unpack in the rest of the episode and it was like very rushed. And so I just was like, 
this is like kind of an episode where needs to like not be so rushed and more thought out I guess Mm, I know Ryan's like I'm never recording an episode with you guys again because the one time he did record Bridget never never published Ryan, please give me a second chance I know you're listening um (laughs) but anyway I actually met Anthony so kind of the reader's digest version is going to be a little bit longer than Liz's I (laughs) Liz's was like five words met on app (laughs) three words Oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry. Um, so I had a friend that was serving a mission with Anthony and LDS mission in Guatemala. And I guess like on P day, which is a day that missionaries, LDS missionaries have to kind of, um, P day is known as personal day. Yeah. Oh, it is. I didn't even know that dude. I don't know. Private. private. I'm making that up. I thought that's what it stood for. (laughs) Um, anyway, but like on, on P-Day, they decided to swap girls' addresses to write, and since I was writing this kid that I knew from high school, I wasn't, like, writing him romantically any like in any way, shape, or form. But then I got a letter from Anthony while he was serving his mission in Guatemala, and then um, he came we, – we wrote the remaining, um, like, year and a half of his mission, and then he came home in 2012. I was going to Utah State, and we just remained really good friends till – two years later and then we started dating and got married he was actually the guy that i would go to about my guy probably you were dating yeah like i don't know if this is gonna last like mm-hmm. anyway um so we kind of had that basis of a friendship first good and then the rest is history yeah which i guess like kind of brings me to like my first um thing Mm-hmm. first uh advice or things that I've learned from marriage is I think it's important to marry like Bridget's like doing the old Bridget's voice is making that old school dial up yeah, like, <laughs> no I I guess like and I don't I don't want to say like marry your best friend but I think it is important to have a very good friendship as like the basis of your relationship. Um, I think that, you know, it's like once the honeymoon phase is over, like you and your spouse have to deal with finances, kids, vacations, like all that stuff. Like you need a good partner. Mm -hmm. And like, I guess like what is the base of your marriage? Like for us, for me and Anthony, I do feel like he is my very best friend. Like he is somebody that knows me in and out like just as well as I do huh I know Bridget just as well as Anthony knows Bridget yeah I'm just like obviously like I'm just teasing dude like I think though too um you just marry somebody that you are also a very good friend with I was so (laughs) scared about marrying Anthony because we were such good friends I mean dating Anthony because we were such good friends that I was worried that like if it didn't work out it would ruin our friendship. And that was something that was like hard for me. Yeah. Bridget didn't want to marry someone that she also liked. I know it's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, that's the thing though, is like, I felt like I kind of knew that it was going to end up in marriage, but there was mm-hmm. still like. You were nervous. Yeah. Mm. Man. Good one, Bridge. Good. Okay. Mine are like a lot I don't know. Bridge went into explanation. I did not ex- put explanations on mine. You didn't. Oh, I sent you my list. Yeah, but I thought that you were going to at least explain them. That's what I did. Oh, okay. I mean, I can, I can do it a little. I can, I can, but anyway, I'll do it on the fly, I guess. Ooh. On the okay. way. So my first one is we all communicate differently and you need to, um, be like, uh, figure out your guys's communication style and how you're going to talk with one another to get your needs and wants and things like that across. Um, so that way there's no issues and you're two totally different people. And just because I know what I want does not mean that Ryan can read my mind. So I need to be able to tell him like this, you know, X, Y, and Z or whatever. So yeah um, just learning your communication skills and being clear 
um, with like expectations and things. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And the, the, so like the, um, the premise too of this or not premise, um, we thought it would be fun to talk about marriage and dating just because we're, we have Liz who's been married for a little over two years. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, not that I've been married like a Brit's like Brit's the old veteran compared to me. No, I'm just saying like, it's, it's cool to hear like the different things that you learn because how I'm at now or who I am now in my marriage is very different than who I was at two years because you are learning things as you go. So communication, mm -hmm. I definitely feel like is a really good, good one. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. And that's the thing too, is like, like Liz said, like you kind of have to see how your partner communicates. Like for me, um, I'm like more of a talker. Anthony is more like he has to process things, mm -hmm. which is kind of hard to like do you're like hello let's talk about this right now and he's like yeah. please come back to me in two to five business days yeah like yeah anyway um this kind of one goes like more for dating um just because I felt like this is one I saw in my life mm -hmm. um, is just because like somebody says they're going to do these things or they like these certain certain things or they're going to become this person doesn't mean that they will so I guess like an example is, is like, let's say you meet somebody and they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a dentist or I'm going to be a doctor or I'm mm. going to be a carpenter. It, just because they say that they're going to become that does not mean that they're going to become that because mm -hmm. it takes a lot of effort. And the thing too, is like, you have to realize what are they doing right now to become that? Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Like, I can say all I want that like I'm going to become a doctor one day, but are you taking the pre-med or courses, you know, or, you know, or, or another example is like, let's say you're dating and this person says, oh man, I love camping. Like camping is the best ever. And, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, you know, when was the last time you went? It's like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I went when I was eight years old. And it's like, okay, well, That's you don't really, you really like it, huh? Yeah. So I feel like too, like you get a lot of that when you're dating, you get a lot of these people that are like conforming to what the other person wants to hear or, mm -hmm. and then there's no, there's really no follow-up on that. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Maybe like you have to go uh, with your eyes wide open and, and dig a little bit more when you're dating. To find out who that person is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, my next one is going to be seek guidance when you need it. Um, like, because like, I think my, my, a lot of my like tips and tricks, not that Ryan and I like even fight that much or like, or disagree that much, but, um, all of mine have to do with like, not all of them. A lot of them have to do with communications and, um, like expressing yourself or stuff like that. Um, but anyway, so the guidance, seeking guidance you can't, if you're having an uh, issue, I mean, with your spouse or like, um, whatever, like sometimes like you can't really go to your spouse for that. Right. Because if that's the problem you're having, like when you're like, Hey, I'm not seeing it this way or whatever it is, or like, maybe you need an outside perspective to be like, yeah, you're totally off base. Um, you know, whatever. I think you need to learn when to like, when to figure that out and when to ask for help from somebody else. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, I've seen that in my own marriage. <laughs> just like, I don't know, not like just having somebody else's like unbiased opinion, or maybe it is a little bit biased. Mm -hmm. I'm like very lucky where I feel like I have a circle that kind of make my rounds with. Like, yeah. I'm actually pretty close with my mother-in-law. And so I sometimes will go to her yeah about Anthony. like if there's an issue like or or Anthony's done something to bug me I'm like I'm gonna call your mom Rebecca <laughs> uh, and he's like please no he's like no go ahead do it she'll be on my side yeah but and you know I talked to Liz or my dad or even to like seeking the guidance thing at least for us like our first year of marriage was rough mm -hmm. like so so hard yeah. and we actually did counseling like marriage counseling because it it's it's hard 
Yeah. Well, like it has, it, mine goes back to my like communication thing. I think you're really, especially in the beginning, like, and for me, especially because I'm older and got married, like I'm very set in my ways. So is Ryan. Ryan's more pliable than I am. I'm always like, no, it's my way. You know, like Ryan's very good to me in that, in that area. But, um, like we're both, we were both these people for so long. Right. And now we're trying to mend our lives and like figure out what works for all of us. Whereas like, if you were younger getting married, like you kind of grow together and that kind of thing. So like, yeah, figuring that out as an older person can be a struggle. I think. I think that that like kind of brings me to, this would be my fourth point um, or fourth thing that I've learned is like, you you do both come from different ways of doing things you know mm -hmm. like like Liz said you both come from different backgrounds or not different I mean yeah different backgrounds different ways of of how things were done and it doesn't mean that like um one specific way is wrong one is one specific way is wrong like at least for us like I think I've learned that there are things that both of our families do and don't do that are great and not great Mm -hmm. And you take the best from both and make it your own. Mm -hmm. you I know? agree. So I think that that's like, and, and I don't think it's fair to be like, oh, your way's the wrong way. Like, this is how my family does it. It's like, well, mm -hmm. I mean, it's not necessarily that it's the wrong way. It's just a different way of doing it. So I think that that was, that's my, um, my, the fourth one that I've learned. Your takeaway. Just that there's no I right. How you're on, I don't know how you're on number four, because I'm about to do number three. Oh, maybe it is number three. Yeah. Because you went first, right? Did I go first? I thought you went first. Oh, you went first. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Okay. So my number three. For, for okay. That is number three. That is number three. Okay. Okay. So my number three is, is be patient and calm. You will have our disagreements. And I think going into a marriage, thinking that everything's going to be perfect all the time, not going to work ever. Um, I remember one time I was dating this guy, like in my early twenties and, um, I thought we were going to get married and he told me something like, what was it? It was something like, well, it's not going to work out because we argue too much or, and I'm not like an argumentative person. So like we probably had like a handful of arguments, like our entire relationship. And we dated for like over two years. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, I was like, well, that's weird. I was like, if you think that we're going to go into a marriage and never fight, like you have got a very different view of what marriage looks like. But anyway, um, my thing is just to make sure that you're aware that you are going to disagree. It doesn't mean you have to get divorced. It doesn't mean that your marriage is bad. Um, or that you have issues. Like you're two human beings. Like my first one says we all communicate differently. So like, anyway yeah. yeah I mean I would I would agree with that that was actually one when Anthony and I were talking mm -hmm. about, um I told him that we were gonna be going over and he was like he actually said that one too like just because like you're going to have arguments and it doesn't mean that you're going to get divorced yeah and I think from my perspective like at least when we were very first married I legit did think that just because we fought that meant we were going to get divorced Mm -hmm. And um, obviously, I think that that comes from my own insecurities or, but that was super hard for me, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so now this is my real four. Yeah, this is just real number four. Okay, here we go. Um, It's okay for them to have friends. Yeah. What? Bridget saying that? Yes, I... When, okay, this is the thing, is when Anth and I were very, very first married, mm -hmm. I kind of was, the thing too is like, to give a background, like I had dated dirtbag guys. I I did have like some good guys that I did date, mm -hmm. um, for but for the most part, they weren't that great. And um, I think too, like before I got married or before I started dating Anthony, I was um, dating a guy that. I think just it really like uh was a hard thing to go get over not get over but like I feel like there were things that happened that just kind of like tainted I don't know mm -hmm. anyway um and I think that that kind of like 
skewed often to having friends. So in my, in very, when we were first married, I was like, no, like, we're not like, you don't need to have friends. Like, like we have each other. <laughs> you, I am everything that you could ever need. I'm entertaining and funny and but like, more. yeah. And that's the thing though, too, is like looking back, I'm like, man, I like wish I wouldn't have done that just like, because that also caused some arguments and fights and stuff mm-hmm. over that. Mm-hmm. But like looking back now, I'm like, just because too, in my mind back then, I was like, we're married. Like you, you stop having friends when you're married. Like you're just. Because that's what dad says. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> that's what I mean is like, is like, I grew up hearing that from my dad. Mm-hmm. And so that's also just part of like the issue, right? Is mm-hmm. you hear that growing up. So you're like, oh, that must be true. Um, yeah. But like. I think too, you know, I wish I would have realized that like friendships do kind of die down organically when you get married. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to be the one just like cutting them off, you know, right. Right. just because too, like it's hard because like Anthony had a lot of single, Anthony was like one of the first friends out of his little married. Friend. Yeah. He might've been the first one mm-hmm. to get married first. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think in my mind, I was like, why are you gonna like why would you want to hang out with like your single guy friends mm-hmm. but like it it would have died off organically not died off that you're never friends with them again but like you're not hanging out with them as much just because, right that would have slowed down yeah and you tend to like want to go hang out with other married friends yeah yeah and, and that kind of goes too with like even having kids now like you kind of become friends with people that are have kids like in similar age mm-hmm. so does anyone have a seven week old um baby out there that wants to hang out but this is the other thing too is like I will say that um like having a friend even if they are married or not married it's good to have like a different outlet yeah 100 percent like and I I feel the same way I mean I still hang out with my friends Ryan there's never been a time where Ryan's like no you can't go hang out with them sometimes he'll come with me and hang out we all hang out together but like I really try to encourage Ryan to go hang out with his friends because he also needs that outlet I can't be everything like I I already know that so that's what I was going to say is like you as a spouse like you can't fulfill or wear all the hats like your husband or wife like need to have somebody else too yeah, agree. So 100%. Good one, Bridge. Good one. Okay. My number four is be yourself. And I'm not going to go too much into that because it's like self explanatory, but Bridget kind of hit on it earlier about like she was saying something about um, like people who pretend to, that they're going to, you know, go out and do something and then they never do, blah, blah, blah. And you kind of like revolved around. But anyway, like don't, if, if you like football, or if you don't like football, don't, you don't have to like football just because your spouse likes football. Like, you know, but you also don't have to rag on it either, you know. Just do do what you like. Yeah, where it's like, eeks. <laughs> me. <laughs> me. Um, but be yourself. Um, that's why, at least for me, like, when I, I remember when I was dating, a lot of uh, boys did not really like me because I'm kind of a loud personality sometimes. Or, and, um, you know, most guys want, or want my <laughs> burn baby and it's like you're filling out that questionnaire always never sometimes <laughs> often <laughs> always for me um but yeah so uh, I felt like when I was dating guys weren't really into me like romantically because I was just I didn't I wasn't like a meek little girl who was gonna let them you know do whatever they want um but and I think the person that you are going to end up with is going to like you for who you are and not for who you pretend to be because eventually if you're pretending to be something like it's going to come out you know your real self's going to come out so just be yourself yeah I I would definitely say that that like especially in dating you know like because I've done that too before I feel like I Bridget molded to whoever she was dating. I molded to whoever was dating and it was like exhausting. And then, you know, Anthony has never tried to like change you, change me for me. And that, that is 100% honest. And like, it wasn't even just me saying that I had other people 
that also noticed it too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, another one that I have is, um, this is kind of like a more spiritual one. Sorry. Okay. Here we go. If you know about me, you know what I am. It's like, I gotta I put this in uh, whenever I can. Well, but because it's like, it is like, the, it's a big part of who you guys are. Yeah. It's a big okay, part of fine. Anthony and myself. Yeah, I get that. Is at least for us, like it was important or things that I've learned to marry somebody that had an independent um, testimony of what we believe, like, and that it's that we're kind of equal on the same stuff. Mm -hmm. Seriously, you know what I mean? Like, at least for me, like, it's easier that, like, if maybe, and not at, that's to say, like, I'm not 100% always, like, the most best. Actually, guys, Bridget's saying that she isn't the most righteous, self-right, or not self-righteous, that she isn't the most righteous person all the time, but she totally is. No. Bridget I'm sets that, sta that standard a little too high for me. I'm always like, oh, I can never be like that. True though. Bridget, Bridget and Anthony are great. I already told them they are in charge of teaching our kid any religious things because freaking Austin can quote Bible stories and our kid's going to be like, who's that guy in that picture? Who's that picture of? Yeah. Um, but no, I'm just saying like, especially like when there are times when like it may not always be great. Like I do, I'm not perfect at everything. And so it's nice that like, I also like maybe it's kind of like a wheel, like, and you can apply this to anything like, mm -hmm. um, on the wheel. Like if you're not, if you're not the person that's on top and you're the person that's on bottom, like you have somebody that's able to keep the wheel going. And when they're not on top, like I'm, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. anyway, that's just something that was really important. And, and I'm not trying to say that like, you have to follow that but that's that's important to you guys and i think that's that if that's important to you and that's something you've learned i think that's great yeah anyway i didn't include any religious spiritual things in my lessons learned so maybe i haven't learned that lesson yet <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but to go off of bridget's though like i do i i believe in that kind of stuff like i think yeah, like you need to also find someone that's like evenly matched with you because if you guys have unrealistic expectations of religion and um, those types of things, like you're going to run into issues. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is like it isn't doesn't necessarily mean like my religion specifically. It's yeah. whatever like you believe in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. I get what you mean. Okay, so my number five is communicate your needs. Um, and I kind of like touched on it earlier, like when I was explaining the communication that you communicate differently, but basically if you don't talk about what you need and what your expectations are, like that, you're never going to get fulfilled. Those are never going to get fulfilled. And then you're going to end up resenting your partner or your spouse, whatever, um, because they can't read your mind. So if you have something that your spouse is doing or not doing, you need to, um, like say it. And an example of this is. Um, uh, the other day I told Ryan, um, Hey, I need you to wash the bottles. Like this sounds so stupid because Ryan does do it sometimes. Um, but like, if I leave them out, like my expectation is that he's going to do it. But if I, if he doesn't like, if I just leave them out and never tell him, Hey, like I'm expecting you to wash these bottles. If I've like loaded the, you know, the sink full of them or whatever, I don't know. I'm just like saying, but he was like, I think I do do it. And I'm like, well, do it more then. <laughs> you know? You're doing it immediately after I ask or don't yeah. ask. Or yeah. So just, I don't know, like communicate those things. And Ryan's been very good about that. And like, we both take turns washing them and, or like being like, Hey, I did this, you know, whatever, just so we're on the same page there. But Ryan's, Ryan's good at that, but you have to communicate what you want, what you need. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so the next one that I have is you determine the relationship you have. Amen. And I will just say, like, if you, if you, like, become the person that you want your spouse to become. So mm -hmm. you determine if, like, you're going to have a great marriage or a bad marriage. Obviously, like, there is a, uh, like, a side note on that. Like, 
I mean, if your husband's like, or wife is crazy, or I don't know, not crazy, but like if uh, they have issues, maybe this isn't going to work. I don't know. Um, but I feel yeah. like for a majority of people, like you do determine the relationship that you have. Like you can't always expect um, somebody else to, like if you, like for instance, if you, your love language is like words of affirmation, you also need to be giving words of affirmation too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For them yeah. to be received. And at least for like Anth and I, I feel like we've also kind of determined our relationship is that we're like just very, very close. Like he's the person like after I have a baby that like he's the one that's like scrubbing me down in the in the shower. He's wiping my bum like he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just it, <laughs> which is great. And you know, that guy. Not, yeah, that may not work for people, but I'm just saying like for us, that's kind of not working for you guys. Yeah. 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 Good. That's a good one. Okay. My number six is work as a team and for each other. Like you guys are in it together. So like be, you you guys are in it. And that kind of goes with one of my other ones. I I realize these are kind of like similar, so we'll get to that later, I guess, (laughs) but, um, work, work as a team, like it's your teammate. You can't let the one person, if you're on a team, do all the work. So it's a, everyone's giving 100% of their effort to it. Yeah. Um, my next one, which I guess is number seven for me, right. Um, is like, if you had to pick when one, it's better to like your in-laws. Um, I, and I say that, like, I know that I feel like kind of, there's like this, like, uh, there's like, it's, uh, socially, it's like popular to not like your in-laws. Does that make sense? Like, Mm-hmm. yeah kind of yeah. like like my in-laws are the, like blah 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 and I'm not trying to say that there yeah. aren't people or aren't in-laws that are actually pretty sucky but like mm-hmm. I do think a majority of in-laws probably are great and it may not be like an issue with them it may just be an issue with mm-hmm. you <laughs> like right I don't know right. it's easy. and I'm not trying to say that there are going to be hard moments because that's the thing is like you kind of have to be patient with them like they're going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes, like give people the grace, give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, and you have to learn to let things go and look at the good that they do. Like raised your son or wife as a daughter or son of their own. At least for me, like I was the Guinea pig of how that worked in Anthony's family. And I'm not trying to say that it was the easiest, like, there were mm-hmm. definitely hard moments and there's definitely still are hard moments. But like, mm-hmm. I also too have to know that like, those are Anthony's parents and it's easier too for our relationship because it's important to him that mm-hmm. we have a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. You know? And I respect Anthony enough to also to want to like cultivate that relationship with them. Yeah. But I also am like very blessed that I do have great in-laws yeah even if they're not perfect not everybody has good in-laws I have good in-laws too um but I I I was thinking when you're saying like it's popular to dislike your in-laws um they uh there is another podcast I listened to and they just did like an episode of um like worst in-law stories and I'm like man people have it bad I mean there's I mean they're obviously like bad in-laws yeah for sure. Yeah. I yeah, and that's but. what I'm tra- I'm not trying to say that it's always going to like work out that way. But I just mm-hmm. feel like too, like sometimes it's like Yeah. I see a lot of people complaining. Right, me too. Me me too. Okay, my next one, which is number seven, is never disrespect your spouse privately or publicly. And I think that like has to do with like respecting your guys' relationship. Um, because if you're, um, putting him down or putting your spouse down in front of other people and, and in your private life, like that says a lot about what you, um, what you think of them. So like build build them up. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Um, one that I have my number eight is like, 
I think it's important or I think it is wise to like marry or date somebody that has like similar values as you or like similar upbringing in terms of um they were taught the same values as you like as yeah you you got older or like as you were living in your home or whatever just because I feel like marriage is hard enough like with people that are all like Anthony and I I feel like had a similar upbringing um we had similar like home values and um I'm like marriage hasn't come easy you know like we mm-hmm. do argue about things or um you know I don't know just like dumb little things but it's like I think that uh that's already hard enough and when you have another variable added into like um with somebody coming having different values it makes it so much more harder Mm -hmm. yeah I think yeah it it creates an imbalanced type of thing Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah good one um so my that was number eight right bridge yeah okay so so my number eight is balance your different personalities and I think this just goes back with like a whole lot of I've been saying you guys are two different people um and your personalities are also different so uh making sure that that fits like and that you guys are gonna be okay like Ryan and I are we have different personalities but like it's totally fine it's not like in a bad thing or anything and I actually think it's good to have different personalities um but you can't expect like if you are very outgoing and extroverted and you marry someone who's introverted, um, you can't expect them to do the same things that you do um, because they're not comfortable with it and vice versa. So yeah. you're also like setting them up for failure too. Yeah. If you, if you expect that. Yeah. 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 I like that one. Um, my number nine is um, if you already have issues, like if you already have um I don't know, like trust issues or, or just issues in general. Mm -hmm. Buying things, getting married, having a baby won't fix them. Like, yeah, I think you've got, I, I, and I'm not saying that I've actually experienced this in my own marriage. I have not, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um, I have seen it in others where it's like, they have like an issue of, I don't know, communication I don't know like something dumb and then like it's like oh let's have a baby and then it's like oh yeah they think that that's gonna fix it yeah it's like that's not Mm -hmm. gonna like or he's gonna love me I don't know it's just like he's gonna love me more if I do this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's like no your issue is still there like yeah at least for me I was engaged before Anthony and I think too like in my mind I was like oh like if I get engaged this means that we're he'll love me much more than he already does and it's like no like the issue is still there regardless of whatever of the gift or whatever it is yeah agree okay next one is um for me number nine schedule time to connect with each other every day and I think that's important especially like right now this phase that Ryan and I are in we're kind of like in survival mode you know so trying to make sure that that relationship is still healthy and strong. Um, we need to make sure we're doing that. Um, and, uh, I think we do that. We go on walks and like, you know, we talk and stuff like that. And then like before, when I was pregnant, when I wasn't feeling like doing anything, we would watch a show together every night and like talk and, you know, um, just like catch up on the day. So I think, um, making sure that you have, um, time with each other is very important. Um, I would say my number 10 is it's okay to go to bed mad. Okay. Um, huh? I said, okay. Well, I just, I feel like, so when Anthony and I first got married, well, actually, no, it was, we had like a dinner or reception the night be- or two nights before we got married or something like that. And mm-hmm, we actually mm-hmm asked the people we only invited like our very close friends and family and well no it was mainly family anyway and um anyway we asked people to write things down like advice um about marriage and 
I feel like we received a lot of like, don't go to bed mad, like blah, blah, blah. And at least for like me and even Anthony, it's like sometimes like having a good night's sleep like fixes the like your problem. Yeah, you're well, not even your attitude. problem, your attitude, and just maybe like the way that you would have handled it if you would have talked about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, I guess like if Ryan and I have ever had an issue or whatever, I will be like, by the way, we will be talking about this tomorrow. <laughs> like, we can go to bed, but don't you go to bed without thinking that we're going to talk about this. Yeah, you think this is going to blow over? It's not. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, of course. I mean, yeah, of course, like, that's a no-brainer. But I'm just saying, sometimes people are like, gotta talk about it, and we gotta talk about it now, and, like, and which, mm-hmm. like, I mm-hmm. feel like I'm more like, but um, I have learned that it's okay to do that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, my number 10 is learn to balance being yourself, but also being with your spouse. And I don't know if that makes sense, like, or if I said that the right way, but you've got to like reconcile. You now have like a very different life. Like you can't be your single person anymore. You also are like married. So you need to like balance both of those lives together. Like, as in like, you're not going out clubbing anymore or, you know, um, Although I guess you could still could if your spouse is okay with it, but yeah. like there's a balance of a new life now that needs to happen. Um, my next one is kind of like, so this number 11, um, and this is something that like Anthony and I both think, but I feel like it's good to move away from family. Like it has been, I don't, I do not agree with that one. I don't want, I did not want Bridget to move away. <laughs> I'm Can just you saying, move closer, please? I know. I'm just saying, like, you know, at least for us, moving away from family and having to, like, rely on each other has been a big um, help. Or not help, but, like, something that has helped us grow as people and in our marriage. Like, I feel like, too, like, there are a lot of people that... um you know, if they do stay close to family and maybe like you're in an argument, like they just want to run over to their parents' house. And it's like, no, like when Mm -hmm. you're far away, like it puts you in a position that you have to figure things out. And Mm -hmm. at least for us, that has been something that has been awesome for us. So I feel like it would be I mean, I mean, I think Nick and Allison would probably also say that that's true because they also moved away. Um, and I guess so did Sarah and Jared. They're, you know, two and a half hours away or whatever it is. But I like being close to my family. So, yeah. Ta-da. <laughs> and that's to each their own. Yeah, I guess, like, you just have to learn to be, like, independent of your... But, the, but that's kind of, like, another thing, too, is this isn't one that I wrote down, but just Mm -hmm. like, I think before you get married, you need to live independently. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I just think that like people, I know people that have rushed into marriage, they go from like living at their parents' house to like getting married. And then it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. so you're going from being dependent on your mom and dad and now being dependent on your spouse. And that's not saying that that's like a right or wrong way. I just mm-hmm. have seen that it hasn't been beneficial to people um, or mm-hmm. it hasn't worked for us. But I am glad that I was able to like be independent, be on my own before I got married. I got to experience things. I got to travel. I got to go to school. And not to say that I wouldn't have done that with Anthony. It's just nice to figure out who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Beforehand. Before, yeah. I agree. I agree. I mean, I did a lot of that. So <laughs> I'm all for that. Okay. And mine is, and I think Bridget touched on this a little bit, um, but we give and receive love differently. So you need to learn how you and your spouse each feel love from one another. Um, so Bridget was talking about like words of affirmation or, you know, um, what is it? This I, I can't even think all of them. There's love five languages. of them or something like that. Five love languages. Yeah. The love languages. Yeah, the five love languages. So figure that out. Um, otherwise, 
you're going to feel unfulfilled and that who wants that? No one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, another one that I, uh, think, and this is more, well, I guess it can apply to marriage too, but, um, think like the rule and not the exception. Um, there was, uh, there's a book that Liz told me about when I went through a really bad breakup. It was, um, it's a break. The the title is it's called a breakup because it's broken. Yeah. And, um, one of the things was like, or, and it's like that one movie. What's that one movie that. Oh my gosh. What is it? He's just not that into you. Yeah. yeah, He's just not that into you. Mm-hmm. Is that that's based off of a book too? Yeah, it's the same. It's the same authors. Author, yeah. yeah, I've read both of those books, and um, one and I would highly recommend them to like anybody. Um, mm-hmm. one of them was uh, the rule and the exception thing, just because like sometimes mm-hmm. I think people are like, oh, he cheated on me, but like he's going to, we're gonna work it out, and he's gonna be yeah. This time it'll be fine. Like, uh... yeah, like that's the that's like. The rule typically is, is that like, if he cheats, he's probably going to cheat again and it's probably not going to get better. Yeah. You know, he's not the exception to the rule. So that's, I don't know. To the I rule. Guess that's that's yeah. number 12 for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's number 12 for you. Yeah. Okay. So number 12 for me is speak positively about your spouse. And I think there's a difference between like venting and like bashing your your spouse right like being like oh they're so dumb or whatever it is and being like oh my gosh I'm so frustrated or whatever so I think you just make sure that when you are having those sessions like with whoever your other person is to make sure that you're not bashing your spouse and to speak positively about them up build them up you know instead of trying to um tear them down especially to other people yeah I agree Um, my next one is, this is kind of more towards dating, but it can apply to marriage too, is like, you want to Mm -hmm. date and marry somebody that's respectful of your boundaries and respectful of you as a person. Yeah. I think that's still good for marriage though, too. It's not just a dating one. Yeah. I just think that like, there are some guys that like dating that they try to push things or just I don't know they're just a lot of guys just I feel like don't respect boundaries or at least my experience and Mm. I you know Anthony was always very respectful of me and he was like very very patient you know if I like it took us like three months or two months to like actually kiss so it's like Mm. it's just I don't know I thought it was Mm -hmm. just it was good Anthony's a good guy. Yeah. You did good, Bridget. Anthony, you're the bomb. Okay. Um, my number 13 is look for the good and assume the best. And my dad says that all the time. Like that's one of his like uh sayings is look for the good and assume the best. Because I think generally um people or your spouse like have good intentions. Um, so just because they're doing something that you don't like or whatever it is, doesn't mean that it's like a bad thing. Does that mean, yeah, I, I don't know. No, I agree. So I agree. Yeah. Like, just like, look, look for the good in your spouse. You don't need to always be looking for like the, oh, he didn't do this, but he did, you know, or, uh, yeah. like I'd acknowledge it. Yeah. 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 So, I agree. I mean, I think that that's, that's something that's really good because sometimes I think it's frustrating to be like, oh, they're not doing this or like, but it's like, oh, they were also trying to do this before or mm-hmm. like, they're not, they're not trying to purposely do this. Like, yeah. Let you down or not do what you asked them to do type of thing. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, Number 14. And this is one that I think is still a little bit hard. Sorry, Ant. Oh, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, don't keep score of who is doing more. Oh, that is a hard one, isn't it? Well, just because I think too, especially like with having kids, I wouldn't say that that's necessarily something that like is something I dealt with without kids. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like mm-hmm. when you have kids, it's hard to not be like, well, 
I put them down last or like I changed the last bum or, or like I've done this and this and this, like, mm -hmm. you know, it's, that's something that I still feel like is kind of hard, but something that I also try to, um, work on and do better at, um, mm -hmm. because I think like you guys are each have your own roles and, um, it's okay that it's not always going to be equal. We live in a world where I think that we're all about everybody being equal or things being equal. And, and you can have your own opinion about that. But I do think mm -hmm. in marriage, sometimes things aren't going to be equal and it's going to be okay. It doesn't mean that somebody's X, Y, and Z, but it's just that like, that's sometimes how things go. It mm -hmm. ebbs and it flows. And I don't know. Well, like just this morning, this is a good example of that. It's like, um, I was upstairs with a baby and like feeding him and changing and blah, blah, blah. And Ryan was downstairs the whole time, like for hours. And I was like, what is he doing down there? Like I am up here doing this all by myself and I need a pump and I need to do this. But like little did I know, like when I went downstairs, Ryan was cleaning up. Like that's what he was spending his morning doing was like cleaning up downstairs and things like that. So like, yeah, he wasn't upstairs with me, like helping me with Robbie, but he was doing something different. So it's not, it's, it's this, like the equality is like equals the same thing. Like we're both contributing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. My number 14 is have a united front. And I just think that goes back to like my teammate um one that I did earlier was like if you guys like you can have different opinions but when it comes to like the big important things like and especially if people are asking about it like you guys need to be like this is what we're doing this is like this is our game plan so yeah yeah I, agree. Yeah. I think that's that's good to have a united front and I think it like it is a lot easier when you go through hard times too Mm -hmm. I, I guess I, th I think with that too is like when you have kids like I'm thinking like kids your age or whatever like you both need to parent the same type of way like you can't have one parent saying oh this is okay and then the other parent saying no it's not okay like oh, you both yeah. need to stand on the same type of side of things I agree with that 100% because sometimes like even like our little marriage like it's like sometimes it'll be like mom said it was okay with this and it's just like hmm, no like we don't do that or whatever like mm -hmm. I, I agree I think yeah. that's a good one um my last one is um there's it's kind of like a two issue one but it's like give up your desire to be right slash not always having the last word um <laughs> okay I feel personally attacked by that one <laughs> no and that's the thing is I'm not always perfect but I think too like you don't always have to say the last thing you don't always have to be the person that says the last word sometimes it's easier just to shut your mouth and like let it be and I guess like the giving up, yeah giving up your desire to be right is um Sometimes I'm just like, you know, just let them think what they want. Like, And I think that this can apply to anything, you know, like, um, for instance, like little kids, like, it's like, I don't need to go telling my full, like, if, if Austin wants to think that the sky is blue green, but it's really blue gray, like, I don't, he's, I, it doesn't need to correct him. Yeah. I don't need to correct yeah. him. Like, and it's like obviously there are some things where I think that you definitely need to like have a right answer to, but most of the time you don't need to be correcting your spouse. Yeah. That's a good one. Something that I could work on. I can work on the last two that Bridget mentioned. So mental <laughs> note for me. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> okay. And my last one, number 15. So that brings us to a grand total of 30 for our 30th episode is don't rush into big decisions. Like there's no timeline. There's no time limit um, on huge life altering decisions. So discuss it with your spouse, with your partner um, and make sure that that decision you're making is the right decision. So 
for, for both of you and for your future life or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like too, that so that's mine. That's my last one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think that's in dating too. You don't want to rush into dating somebody or well, no, saying either. yes to be engaged. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Mm, yeah. Man. These are all super good. And like, I also think it's good to have like a little refresher of like, oh yeah, I could do better at this because no marriage is perfect. And that's kind of like the yeah. big, the big thing, the big takeaway is that like you learn and you grow. And, um, I think that's like something that's been hard too. Is sometimes like you want to compare your marriage to others. I'm like, mm -hmm. really don't know what goes on behind closed doors in their own marriage, in another person's marriage at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's always great to like, uh, continue to do better and all that mm -hmm. jazz. Agree. Couldn't have said it better. I also just want to like little say a little shout out to like, thanks for those that have followed along and listened to us and, and it's our 30th mm -hmm. episode and you're still listening. Yeah. If you're still here. It's been really fun. I love hearing from my friends that have like listened to it and they, you know, tell me, oh, I really like, I enjoyed this portion of it or, you know, like what they're, what they like or dislike or, you know, not that there's been dislikes from what I've heard, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just been nice to hear like feedback and I, I think it's fun. Yeah. I, I am grateful for the feedback as well. And like, having people text or message me and they're like, dude, this episode is so good. Or like, I loved what you said about this. And it's just, it's super cool and it's super fun and glad you're mm -hmm. here for the ride. Hopefully we, there's some more. Yeah. Hopefully you stick around. All right. Well, okay. It's been real. And it's been fun. Is this it's like our been real fun? <laughs> I don't know. We, we don't really say it frequently enough. Bye, guys.